following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up, everybody? Welcome inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio for Talkin' Cowboys on a Wednesday Rob Phillips hosting for Bill Jones. Brian Broaddus, it's just me and you again. This is happening every day now. That three-minute show will be the best one of the day. (laughs) Yes, because Mickey Spagnola will be joining us momentarily after his fan hit next door. Kent Garrison. Fan hit. The way he said it, it's like he's over there beating up fans. Or he's getting hit. By 105. With some hard questions for this Cowboys team. Yeah. They need to get back to practice. They need to just file that one away last Sunday against Indianapolis and hey first shutout loss in 15 years it doesn't happen often it can't happen again right no it can't happen again you can't go through you know the same things that uh, happened to you in that football game I, I you know a lot of it was I didn't see Dallas giving that game away but what I did see was Dallas physically getting beat up and I don't that's I haven't seen that really all year from this football team I haven't seen anybody just beat them up and that you know that's what I think when they get back on the practice field today, you know that's going to probably be their focus is you know we always talk about execution and things of this nature, but you know how about playing with some physicality? You, you could see that when we were in that walk off with Jason Garrett, it it stressed him. You know, I asked him the question about was your team physical enough, and you know you could see he gritted his teeth and said no, we really weren't. And I think that's where he needs to try and focus. Uh, first and foremost on with his football team is let's get back to being a team that can be a, you know a dominant team up front when it comes to defense and things like that so hopefully that'll be the that'll be the case they can't go through another one like that for sure mickey spagnola welcome good morning how's everything going going well just talking about being physical hopefully they've got um a padded practice left where they can that's put what the rob and i were talking about and and get out there and knock some heads they got any left? Uh, it's it's close because there's. Yeah, I think we're down to like he was trying to save a couple. I think there was one Wednesday where they went out there, and it might have been after that three game stretch, stretch, the stretch, and and he, I think he was trying to save one or two for that uh, for that day. I think I think they'll have a. They talked about having really good practices last week. You know, especially on the it, defensive side of the ball. Yeah, Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith both said that. Yeah, maybe the best practice they've had all year. They used one last week for sure. Yeah. Yep. And you only get 13, is that right? I don't know the exact number. I know they're dead. He always tries to save. He'll be grateful if they could get this thing into the playoffs that he'll get one more. You know, every time you get back in, you get another practice. So, And you have that weird stretch with back-to-back Thursday games where you're probably not using them anyway right. because of the right. schedule. Right. But you can't save them all to the end either. You have to use yeah. so many by a certain amount of time. It's ridiculous, right? I think the coaches know their team and know when they can carry pads and practice and when they can't. I'm okay with the one a week if that's what you want to do, but – how about giving me 16? I got to play 16 games. Why, why can't I have 16? Uh, that part doesn't make sense. But I guarantee you the NFLPA waved their flag and say, hey, we won one there. We don't yeah. have to put pads on every week. What was the biggest issue? Was physicality in that game? I don't think I, think, I don't think it was execution. I, I think that the Colts no, they were, got beat on both lines. Yeah, that's I, that's where that I that was th- the troubling thing. Yeah, that, that that's exactly what it is. It wasn't them making mistakes. I don't think it was their inability to to really control both sides of the ball. I think. I mean, I think Jason said it. We couldn't. They didn't get off block. Yeah, they, they get off getting, blocks. All. They were getting blocked. Now maybe uh, the Indianapolis offensive line is that good. They're not frauds. Uh, and no, then, we're not gonna call that no, line fraud. No, and then and then and then the offensive line, you know, just wasn't consistent. Enough. Yeah, that's true. Hey, you got to Mar- put that behind. Whoop, put it behind. You. Absolutely. Go for it. Burn the tape. Burn the tape. Marcus Lawrence said they hit us in the mouth. They did squarely in the mouth. And you know they've got to return the favor against Tampa Bay this Sunday. You mentioned physical. They've played in some really physical ball games, like the ones that stand out to me this year. Houston. Houston was a bloodbath. And. 
that Saints game was a fight. Yeah. Physical. Yeah. yeah. Like, guys flying around, hitting each other. Probably they, the best tackling game they've had. Yeah. I mean, they, they got after when it came to tackling. And, and yeah, I mean, there were, there's some fronts that they've had to play that have been – been tough but they've they you know they've stood in there toe to toe like we've talked about this on a bunch in the show defense has carried this football team all year the questions we've had have have been offensively yep and 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 if going into Oxnard I would have I would have said the opposite you know because there was too many unknowns on yeah there are too many unknowns on but I should have seen the receiver by committee thing that pisses me off as I think about well, it right now it started to unfold in Oxnard though because the defense because won the a lot defense started covering those guys yeah yeah they were winning a lot yeah in team drills out there well they made it they made a switch but yeah I think the physical I think you'll see a, a much different cowboy team off the jump this week I think I think you I think that I, I guarantee you the, when you guys have the locker room sessions it'll be the the physicality the word physicality will come back into play. You'll you'll hear that one a bunch today. I heard one of the uh I guess he's a hot boy in the in the dining room uh two yesterday, Tuesday, right? Yeah. I, all I heard him say to somebody, that ain't happening again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they knew. They knew Sure. Yeah. Sure. They're right. the first ones to know by the no. way. We yeah. don't need to point it out, no. right? They know. They know. We got a big show today. We got a lot to cover. is the number if you'd like to join us over the next hour. We've got bucks to look at. We've got injuries on this roster. And let's start with some news of the day. What happened today? Well, what happened last night? The Pro Bowl got announced. Mick? Yes, it did. You're right. Break it down for us. Who's in? Cowboys had five guys. Yes. uh, Selected. Uh, Tyron Smith. Zach Martin, Ezekiel Elliott, Demarcus Lawrence, and Byron Jones for the first time. Well-deserved, too. But. Tyron, I believe that's his sixth selection. Yeah. Yes. That ties him for the second most Pro Bowl selections of offensive linemen in Cowboys history with John Nyland, Nate Newton, and Rayfield Wright. There we go. The All-time. only guy that's had more is Larry. Larry Allen, yeah. And I believe it was 10 or 11. I think it's 11. 11, yeah, I think you're right. So, and, and so everybody Field. wanted to point out Rayfield Wright, but they forgot Nate and they forgot John Nyland. Well, no, but, absolutely. John Nyland was really good, too, by the way. Yeah. Back in the day when I was watching him play. Can I say something real quick yeah. about that? I mean, we all kind of put up on the board who we thought. I didn't have Tyron Smith on the board, but I had Leighton Vander Esch. I had everybody else right, but I, I had those two. I didn't have Tyron Smith as being one of the guys. Mm-hmm. You forgot one thing. What was that? Welcome to the NFL, rookie. Yeah, it also happened to that guy in Indianapolis who's playing yep. really well, Darius Leonard. I think I only saw one rookie selected. Well, the the, the Derwin James. Derwin James. Derwin James is, yeah, he's played really well. And Saquon Barkley. Barkley, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, yeah, you're right about the rookie stuff. But I just, I just kind of thought that those two guys would get opportunities. Well, here's I, I don't mean to talk about snubs here, Robert. No, but that's I, I'm good. I'm just trying to say that if you, you know, if you, if you had to say, okay, Brian, and of the list you had, who would you have had on and who would you have had off? I don't think I would have had Tyron Smith on, and I would have had Leighton Vander Esch on. Who would you have had instead of Tyron? I was just talking about for the Cowboys. No, no, but see, and that's what I'm saying because yeah, this I was seen, not. I haven't seen every single offensive tackle play in this. This league. was not the best year for Tyron. I yeah, get it. Yeah, but, but okay. So tell me, you know, and I think the names out there were floating around was Whitworth from the Rams. Yeah, he got snubbed too, uh, and Ramchek from the Saints, and he got snubbed as well. Those are two good ones. And that Trent I saw. Williams, did he play? A, he didn't even play the Trent whole season. Trent Williams has been in and out of the lineups. He's been much like with Tyron Smith. But yeah, I mean, I, it's a lot of that was reputation there, I believe. There's okay, so let me let me pick this bone on the uh, on the linebacker thing. Yeah. So they they came up, they finally got it kind of right. Like they got inside linebackers, right. and outside linebackers. So Keekley and Wagner, you knew that's what was going to happen inside, right? Right. So outside linebackers usually are reserved for guys that have a bunch of sacks. Right. So Khalil Mack had 10 sacks. He's going to make it, right? It's pretty right. good. 
Kerrigan, nine sacks. I don't know how well he's played other than that, but he's got nine sacks. Reputation. No, Kerrigan's uh, – uh, yeah, reputation. But if Kerrigan gets a sack, I think he's had t- ten or more sacks like six straight years. So everybody knows about Everybody knows right? him. Yeah, absolutely. Anthony Barr, somebody's going to have to explain to me how they voted for Anthony Barr. I, he's only played 11 games. Yeah. He only has three sacks. And you know what his grand total of tackles are? 49. Yeah. That's 100 less less than Vanderish. 100. Who voted for him? Reputation. Yeah. But what reputation? Yeah. He has a reputation as a good player in the league. I you just said his... welcome to the Pro Bowl rookie. Yeah, NFL oh, I know, rookie. but usually yeah. you got to have two good years in a row to make it the first time. So, that's a rookie. But Anthony Barr, was there not somebody else that played better as an outside linebacker? Well, they don't tell us the alternates for the Pro Bowl, but I would be shocked if Van Der Esch wasn't at least in strong consideration there. Jalen Smith, too. Both had good years. Um, and there's no shame in missing the Pro Bowl if you look at the NFC and Alvin Kamara does not make it. You know what they and, need? And McCaffrey doesn't make it. McCaffrey. Now, now Zeke. Well, that's, a big, that's a big snub right So there. which one of those running backs would you have taken off? Well, maybe Barkley. I tell you, he's played really well. For he him. has played really well. He's third in third in the league in rushing. I'm just saying, I'm not taking Gurley off, and I'm not taking Zeke off. So if you've got to take one off, get the rookie. Maybe the rookie, but he's <laughs> he's deserving as well. It's just it's just a loaded group. I mean, he's you know? he he's he's third in rushing and second in yards from. Uh, How about what's his scrimmage? receptions up? Is is he leading the? He has run? more. Than, he has more than I think he has more than Zeke. Yeah, he no, he's but, or more yeah. receiving yards. You know, McCaffrey's got almost a hundred catches. Yeah. Um, but you know this linebacker thing. We when Brady James was here, it was the same thing. He never made it because he was going up against Patrick Willis, and there's two spots, and then it's the outside linebacker stuff. You got three, four defenses who are have pass rushers, and it's a sack thing. All of a sudden, I get I mean, it. You know how it is. But Anthony Barr with three sacks. Yeah. Okay, well, let's focus on a little positive then. <laughs> no, about, that one just stuck in my craw. That's, that's fine. fine. And one other thing about Rayfield Wright, everybody pointed out him, and the reason why is because it's the offensive tackle thing, and he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And that's you, know, you put Tyron in that category, that's, that's pretty impressive. This is a guy, Tyron, that's putting uh, quite the resume together. I've seen, I've seen Ramchick play for the Saints. He's played better than Tyron Smith. Okay. That that, that that I'll say. Now, I have not seen Andrew Whitworth play much for the Rams. I have not seen any of the Rams tape this year, to be honest with you. So I don't know how well he's played. But I know that I know Ramchek has been if you if you were to say, okay, Ramchek's in and Smith's out, I think people would say, Okay, you know. But that's hey, good for Tyron to get in. I just I I, 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 I that's a I just went through all the offensive tackles in the NFC and it, you, you know, you, there's nobody you would select over Smith, with the exception of the two guys that got snubbed. Yeah, Ramchek, and then I, again, I don't know Whitworth is. I don't know his game as well. Knew it last year. Haven't seen him play much this year in any cross film I've done. Yeah, and you're right. I was just talking offensive linemen, not, yeah. not by position. Yeah, because the other two guys were. Uh, actually, the other three guys were guards, right? Yeah, yeah. Always although, good. although Always good Larry Allen made made it one year yeah. as a tackle. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. Uh, let's talk about Byron Jones just for a minute. Had that one right. Had that one right. Yeah. I don't know if anybody had this pegged preseason. I know you were skeptical that this move could work. I was. And, it, and, it's and rightfully worked, so. And it's worked out better than I, maybe anybody thought. Maybe even Byron himself. Maybe we can ask him that today. How quickly he's adjusted to this role and why do you think it's worked out as well as it has? I think it's worked out well because of how competitive the guy is. You know, I mean, we, we talk about to play corner, you have to have athletic ability. You have to have mobility. You have to have the ability to, to turn the match, to run, to do, you know. He's not the quickest guy. He's not the fastest guy. But what he knows, he understands he's smart. He plays in position. And he's got a physical side to his game. Yep. And you ask me, how does a guy make the Pro Bowl not have a bunch of interceptions? Or one. Yeah, or one. And that's, you know, this. if you watch how they play scheme-wise here, how many passes do they knock down? They don't get a lot of clean looks at footballs. The way they, I mean, the way they knock down, they're driving on balls, they're 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 ripping balls loose. You know, I mean, to me, 
the ball skills and stuff like that, yeah, that's a big part of what you do. But with the way they play scheme-wise, I don't think these guys are going to get much inter- many interceptions. They're just not in position to, to get interceptions. They're more better, better positions to knock balls down. And Byron, I think, I think if, if, you, if you hold receivers that have played against Byron Jones, they'll tell you the guys are difficult to get rid of. Because, you know, what, what kind of penalties does Byron Jones get? He generally gets holding penalties. He doesn't get pass interference penalties. He, he, he's really good at sticking on guys. And officials have let him play a little bit and not let him play at times. He had a couple, he had a series. There was a Philadelphia where he had back-to-back penalties in a series that got him, you know, got him uh, down the field. Mm-hmm. But Byron Jones is, is a tough, he's like gum. He's like gum on your shoe. You're trying to get it off and it won't, it won't leave. And so I like I, that. Yeah. And I don't think he's ever going to have the high interception numbers, but what, what, whoever made the decision to play him at corner might've made him a ton of money because if he doesn't get it here, someone's going to say, well, look how he plays. Mm-hmm. Look how he plays. This guy's, you know, this guy's tough, you know, and he's a, he's a good kid. You don't have to worry about him. He's smart. He comes to work every day. He practices hard. Yeah, pay that guy. He did whatever was asked of him for the first three years, which meant play a little corner, play he, a lot of safety. Could, yeah, he lines up and plays. He's played before the season. He had played in forty-eight NFL games. He hadn't missed one yet. How many? What? How many games we got now? Thirteen. Add that to it. Fourteen games. Add that. Yeah. This guy lines up and plays. There's something to that. And, you know, if, if Chris Richard made the decision solely to say, oh, no, he looks like a better corner, <laughs> good for Chris Richard because he put him in a category where people now are going to have to look at him and say, that's our type of corner right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and the guy, I think it speaks to how well he's played because he doesn't have any stats. And normally when you start picking corners, you start looking yeah. at that list of interceptions yeah. and go, okay, yeah, he's yeah. good. Okay, he's good. He ain't got an interception, and he made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. That tells, that you, tells res- you the respect. level he plays. He's got 14, he leads the team with 14 yep. uh, passes broken up, uh, but no interceptions. But somebody thinks he can play. You know yeah. who he does? What does he do? Your buddies. My buddy. Pro football focus has been uh, oh, touting him all They've season. Well, maybe yes. that's why he made it. There. It helped him. The, I think the, it helped him. The players picked up yeah. pro football focus and well, said, oh, look how high this guy's rated. They've played a lot of national games on TV. That's right. And I don't know if guys sit around like we do and watch football games. They probably don't. Probably sit around and do other things. But you know. I mean, the smart ones know. And like I said, if you if – you, did a poll with the receivers that have played against Byron Jones. Who's one of the toughest guys you played against? I think Byron Jones would get mentioned a lot. Yeah, and and player voting is part of this. Thing. Yeah, I mean they they know Coaches. they know the guys who are good players because they have to go up against them. I wonder how rare it is to have a first year corner in the Pro Bowl. Like a guy, I don't know if it's, you know if there's a stat for a guy that switched positions and makes the Pro Bowl his first year, other than rookie corners. Um, but he's the first Cowboy corner to make it since Mike Jenkins and Terrence Newman back in 09. It's been nine yeah. years since the Cowboys put a corner in yeah, the Yeah, you would have fooled me if Mike Jenkins – you said Mike, Mike Jenkins made a Pro Bowl? 09 with, with Terrence. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that would have fooled me. Mickey, would that have fooled you? Mike Jenkins? I don't remember Mike Jenkins' 09 season being all that spectacular. Did he have a bunch of interceptions? I, I believe I, he did. I can't remember. I mean, I'll I, I tell you what I had for I'll breakfast this morning. That's about as good as I can do. Right and there. I believe – I'm trying to remember which way it went. I apologize because out there, Cowboy he got, Nation. He got um, – I'm <laughs> trying to think what I was trying to say. Ooh, terrible, yeah, he had a good season. This is some terrible radio we're he doing right now. He had 19 pass breakups. All right, there you go. There and you go. five interceptions. All right. That was 09. Yeah. So was that the year after he got punked <laughs> when they brought in Pac-Man? 08 probably was yeah. the uh, Pac-Man that year. That was Pac-Man. Yeah. Yep. And he had a decent year before that, and he got punked because Pac-Man was here. He got punked by uh, – remember the whole thing with him when he came in and him and Skandrick at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. That was a weird situation there. That was there. a weird situation. He felt like, wait a minute, you're playing this guy? <laughs> All right. You know. Skandrick was, was the fifth-round pick yeah. playing more early. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's and right. then he had the good year. And then something happened the next year. He got hurt knee, right? Yeah, I believe so. He's always had knee issues. He always that that you hurt you get a defensive back with lower body injury. Mm-hmm. I'm using a hockey term here. 
You know, I always describe all their injuries as lower body. You know, lower body injury, they're, they make their living with their legs. They can't run. They can't move. The Achilles is gone. Calf strains with all that. You know, hamstring. Just not the same guy. Mark B on your Scantron? Mark B for false. Those guys are done. Absolutely. No truth to the matter in that one. You know, and, and, and if you look at two of the guys that got selected at cornerback, Fuller and Howard from Miami, yeah. well, they're tied for the league league, each with the seven interceptions. Yeah. So they're in, yeah. right? So, yeah, that, I think it's a, it's a great credit to the level he's played with. That's that's coach's vote and player vote right there. Yeah, that's what that's all about. And and but Cowboy Nation out there can line up for their guys. I mean, yeah. And we, here's a fan vote. We, we, Nor, we, Norm, Norman made it. Who was the? No, it was the AFC. Uh, it was the AFC corner was, was uh, a name, I think. And it's like, okay, I guess he he's good because he made the. Hey, just hang with me, Jalen. Oh, come Ram, on, come Jalen on, Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Oh, in Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Hadn't been the best year for him or the Jags. No. Or, or his mouth. Mm. Okay. <laughs> On that note, let's take our first break. 888-855-2297 is the number. Give us a call. And we'll dive into the injury report. We'll dive into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next on Talking Cowboys. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. You want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on-command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Oh, I grabbed the wrong one. Oh! It's not the off-season, is it? Whoa! No. Not even close. So yeah. we're going to leave the off Play like you did last week. We might be reading that. <laughs> Here in Cowboys country, we go. always ride with our boys. Oh, when it comes yeah. to your underwear, you definitely don't want them riding up on your boys. That's why we always wear Tommy John, the revolutionary brand of underwear yeah. with stay put waistbands that keep everything in place. I think you're adding that to the read. <laughs> so does the waistband keep you now from riding up yeah, on your yeah, boys? Yeah, 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 we, All yeah, right. Go, yeah. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. No adjustment? Adjustment oh, needed. No adjustment. Dang it, we do so well. Shop exclusive <laughs> Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off. Your first order, 
And again, that's tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboy. We were riding, we were riding the surfboard so yeah, well. No and we adjustment went, needed. And we yeah. went for the we went for the move and just wiped yeah. out. We're well, five what's the difference? Off the Oxnard Shore. What's the difference <laughs> what? between adjustment and a, a adjustment? I thought you said injustice. Inju- yeah. No, I did no not. No injustice needed. I just no said adjustment. adjustment. For Tommy no John. adjustment needed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, shop Dallas Cowboys United. Get oh, the here we ultimate go. fan experience for the Cowboys ultimate fan join dallas cowboys united for only 20 bucks and get an exclusive dcu fan pack and member benefits visit dallascowboys.com slash united to become a member today you know what i'll say something real quick about that group mm-hmm. we always remember the guys all the guys and gals that hang out in the corner there the united in that at, at uh, training camp yeah always love going by and saying hello to those folks yeah a lot of good football fans down in there you know dedicated. they are dedicated they show up early there they they kind of hang out. They got a good vantage point, though. They put you right there on the field, and I go. I love going by and visiting with those guys. The ones in the pen, yeah, the one in the pen. They they do a great job down there. I love it. Absolutely, best fans in the world. Yep. Still and, no Jack Black here. Yep. Well, you're good. You're good at just driving the bus on that one, man. Yeah, you yeah. got 15 minutes to come yeah, up. With you one come up. Your you head. come up with one there. Yeah. Speaking of great fans, let's hit the phone lines. Start us off, Jim in California. You're up first today on Talking Cowboys. What's up, Jim? Good morning, Rob. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. If he hey. called you Bob, that'd be okay. Wouldn't <laughs> it would be okay. <laughs> no, I was just wondering where is Bob today. <laughs> Bob's got TV duty. Okay. Hey, I've got a theory. I think the the legs on athletes have and flows. You peak and you have valleys. Uh, and I think Garrett's got his finger on the pulse of the team, and I think that he trained them such that he needs them to peak for the final run. I really do. I think when you miss tackles and you drop balls and you can't get off blocks, you can't sustain blocks, you can't do your run fits quickly like you used to, I think it's because your legs are dead. And I think Garrett knew that, and I think I bet we're going to see a different explosive team in the next two weeks, because I think they're going to recover their legs. And uh, also, I was wondering your thoughts on Tampa. I, I tape shows that they are just having fun on defense. They run to the ball. They're fast. Uh, they're good tacklers. And on offense, my impression, and, and Brian's the guru, is that their offensive line is physical. They just want to pound you inside. Anyway, thanks for taking my call, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Jim. Well, I don't. I don't agree with him about the deadness of the team. No, I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. No, if anything, I think they're probably were a little refreshed to be off of that crazy Thanksgiving schedule. Yeah, but it probably helped them actually. But as far as I, no, I, no. If you if he would have come out and said they just physically got beat up, yeah. I mean, I I, I felt like that they. They just couldn't get off blocks. They couldn't. No. They couldn't. You know. They couldn't. Ta- they didn't tackle well enough. I don't think that was a a, a a a byproduct of that of being dead. I think they just physically got beat up in this game. They didn't play their game. They didn't do the yeah, things well they've that been, have, they've been doing all year long. Yeah. No. They've been. You know. In the five game winning streak, they they've been playing with some physicality. They they you know. I don't think there was freshness had anything to do with that. I think they just – it's just the, the Colts were a better team. And I don't mean to – I'm sorry, I didn't mean to disagree there, but when I heard him say that, I was kind of like going, ah, nah, nah. I mean, you watch him, you watch him play. You sit down and watch the All-22. Obviously, he sits down and watches the stuff. Yeah. By the way, the, the, the Tampa Bay defense, since they've made the switch with the coordinator, Mike Smith, getting fired, they're 0-4 and giving up a ton of points on the road. And defense has not been their strength. And no. half of their games, they've given up at least 30 points. Yeah, they, they've struggled with Mike, with, since they fired Mike Smith. You know, I mean, we could talk about the Saints game. It's a, that's a division game. But I'm watching them play the Ravens and stuff. The Ravens are playing. I don't know how the Cowboys are going to evaluate the Ravens film to help them in this game unless it helps them with, okay, how are they going to defend the read option? Because really, that's all Lamar Jackson. That's all they ran. That was their offense. It was a, it was what it's like watching Louisville play, you know. So I don't know how. I mean, unless you say, okay, well, this is this is how we evaluate them. But yeah, I mean, you know, they they, they scored fourteen points watching the Saints game, and they just they collapsed in the second half of that game. So yeah, I mean, that's it, I, I I I think there's a lot of really good names on that defensive line, Rob. I, I I like the fact, you know, Jason Pierre-Paul is like, I'm right about him as an old nemesis. Gerald McCoy is a good player. I don't think he's the same player he was back in the day. 
They got Vita Vea, the defensive tackle from Washington, the rookie. Yep. They've got him in the lineup. I mean, he is a hard guy to move because he's so damn big. You know, that's a problem. This Carl Nassib, the, the defensive end, he's got a little bit of that. The, like he, he would be one of those guys you would see when they face the Redskins. You, know, you have to deal with Preston Smith, Ryan Kerrigan, that kind of that try-hard, relentless, keep-coming-after-you guy. Probably not the most talented. I don't know if he's as talented as those guys I just mentioned. But he's, but he's got some, you know, he's going to give, he's going to give Lyle Collins a, a test. If Lyle Collins doesn't play with technique, you know, this guy's going to give you a little bit of problem. I like, I like their, I like their safety, Jordan Whitehead, who they got from Pitt in the fourth round. He's a guy you got to kind of keep an eye on because what he'll do is he could cover your tight end. Mm-hmm. He can cover your tight end. He can play physical around the line of scrimmage. But other than that, you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm just kind of looking at their team like, okay, you should be able to move the ball against people. Have yeah, you know, I think the especially big, in zone coverage, these guys are terrible when they play zone. They took Vita Vea in the first round, thirteenth overall, I believe. Antoine Woods got seven more tackles than he does. Well, he's missed games. He's missed a lot of games. They just got him back. He hasn't played. How many games? I'm 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 almost positive he's missed like four games for them. There was a problem there with him. He was he was he was nicked up. Total number of games. Looking it up right uh, now. Yeah, I'm I mean, having trouble with my elbow. But you know, yeah. to me, this going back to Jim's call. This yeah. He's played. He's played eleven games. Started yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. So he hadn't played as much. Right. Has been as that's okay. But I mean, hey, they're two big men inside, though. Yeah. yeah. They make plays. The strength of this Tampa Bay team, what we've seen so far this season, is their offense, and and not yeah. and and you talk about moving the ball. They've moved the ball. Oh, that's no matter yeah. who's yeah. been in at quarterback. For right. Them. Yeah. It's kind of like the Cowboys' offense. It's been about finishing drives. I think they were the only team in NFL history a few weeks back against Washington to get 500 yards of offense, yeah. three points, yeah, no touchdowns. Well, I think the six. Was it three? Oh, three. It was, it was sixteen it was, to three. Sixteen to three. Yeah. Sixteen to three. You're right. Yeah. They, you know, I'll tell you another thing, guys. They've had problems catching the ball. You know, they were see uh, Chris Goodwin, who uh, Chris Godwin from Penn State, who I really, really liked in the draft in seventeen. From he, he I, I, this this is a team. I mean, it drops. Uh, I mean, I'm watching these games, and it's like guys open over the middle, drop. Guy open over here, drop. You know, they've had they they. You know, I'm. I'm Hey, I'm just hoping that they continue to, to drop footballs the way they have. They're going to probably get Deshaun Jackson back, though. Yeah. That, that's going to be a pain in the rear to have to deal with. They got this little kid named Adam Humphreys, who's kind of a Cole Beasley starter kit. He's been in the league since 15, but he's one of those guys that plays in the slot, kind of a pesky guy. You throw him the ball underneath. He doesn't have a really high yards per catch but he's really consistent catching the football that way. Now, again, the other ones have had some problems. Mike Evans is a big-time player. He's a problem. Yeah, Yeah. he is a big problem because what will happen is Jameis Winston will just throw the ball down the field. He doesn't care. I mean, he will just launch it down the field and think, okay, that guy's going to go get it. You know, I went to a couple Texas A and M Aggie games where Johnny Manziel. It was that's the, all he did. It was the same thing. Alabama just, game one at one time we I just launched it down the sideline and it's like okay, go make a play. I think he had like two hundred something, three hundred yards. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. yeah, and the same thing here, just because he can go get it. Mick. Yeah, they'll, they'll also get the ball to the other team. Yeah, that's big for them too. Thirty-one giveaways. Yeah. twenty-five of those interceptions. Yeah, most in the league, and yeah. they had the second worst ratio. In turnover turnover margin, yeah, uh, just in front of San Francisco because they don't really take it away that much. Nope. I think they're tied with Dallas in takeaways. Yeah, sixteen. Well, so that's that. Yeah, that's the difference between winning and losing. That's probably the biggest stat there is. I they're five and nine, but they're not a bad football team. I will say it's about John. John Wright was a caller, right? Uh, Jim. Jim. Sorry, Jim. It might have been Bob. Who knows? Uh, Jim. I'm sorry about that. No, his he's right about this offensive line though. The the you know they they just trying to kind of they're kind of a Molly group. And Molly, like, you know, they get into you and they're, they're really not going to get much movement, but they try and get into you and, and move you if they can. you can't. You don't you don't see them really coming off the ball. The best one, I mean, it's hard to beat the, the lines that you've played with, with what Indianapolis had, with what the Saints had, what Philadelphia has had to a point, too, as well. But this group, you know, this group is one of those they'll try and get into you. I think if you, if you want to go after somebody – the tackles are look a little heavy footed to me. Donovan Smith at left tackle and DeMar Dotson at right tackle. Though they look a little heavy footed to me. Ali Marpet, who plays guard for them, you know, talking about a guy that probably got snubbed. He's a good player. 
Ali Marpet is. He's a small school guy. Small out, school. Right? Hobart College. Yeah. yeah, I watched the film. Yeah, they have a bounce house in the uh, in the end zone. Like the kids are in the bounce house playing it while the game's going on. It's awesome. It's different. It's different, but they, it works for them. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a group that it's that there's nothing really pretty about them. But I'll tell you what, though, they just get ready for Jameis Winston to throw the ball down the field and hope for the best. That's kind of how they play. Evans put pressure on him and he'll yeah. throw Jackson. you two of them. Yeah, you hope you hope he does. That would be a great thing. Got to catch it. How about get two and finish two? You know, instead of get two and. Kick field goal too, or don't get dragged down at the forty yard yeah. line. Yeah, mm. first that's, that's and a goal bad, at the four. Yeah, that's that's a bad sequence for the Dallas Cowboys. First and goal at the four. It it is. We've talked about that offensive line issues there. Really don't trust them that much. Yeah, it's kind of a problem. What Mick? What else has to happen in this game besides red zone? Because I think we. I like this. I like the line got, of questioning here. I we, like this. We got after that horse pretty good yesterday. I wrote about it yesterday again. What besides that? What else has got to change from the indie game to this game to get back on track, offensively, that's, defensively? That's a really good question. I like that one. Well, Zach Martin needs to play. Yeah, that would that help. Count? That, 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 that counts. No, that counts. Start there. right there. Sure. Yeah, start right there. Uh, Seafulo needs to play. Mm, yeah, not sure about him. Right. I, I think he's going to play. You do. I think they thought he was going to play on Sunday. <laughs> Is he going to borrow the Buccaneer patch? That would be great. Right? Bruce the Buccaneer patch. Out and buck the Bucks. Oh. Put that had, patch on his. I don't think you can play with one on. No. He had sunglasses no, you know, even the stadium. I'm going to tell you this. I'll tell you a real quick story. Mm. There's a guy named Bob Whitfield that played left tackle for the Atlanta Falcons. Eighth overall pick, 1992 draft. Had one eye. Played left tackle with one eye. Yeah, he was blind, legally blind in one of his eyes and played left tackle for a long time for the Falcons because we were going to draft him at Green Bay, and then all of a sudden the medical stuff came back about the eye. But he was legally blind in his, his left eye. There, there was a Dallas Desperado that was, had one eye. Yeah. Um, I think it was Josh White. You remember that, Nick? He had, a, he, he had an accident yeah. as a child with a toy. Oh, yeah. And good good player for the Desperados, by yeah. the way. Indoor team. You know, the uh, the Cardinals back in the... St. Louis Cardinal days? Yes. Well, not the Chicago Cardinals, The right? late 70s, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Pat they had, Tilly. They had a defensive lineman who was deaf. Legally deaf. Yeah, the Nebraska had a guy. Denver drafted a guy. I can't remember his name. I don't name. remember yeah. the guy's name. Yeah. And he actually he made the team. Yeah. He actually made the team as a defensive tackle. I took you off the path there. But no, yeah. that's thankfully Suofilo's injury is not you, that serious. You need Suofilo to play. So to give you uh, a more tangible answer, uh, they need to get back to making on offense a big play. Yeah. Can't always drive eighty-five yards for a touchdown. Yeah. At some points you need a forty-yarder. You know what? In these last couple games, you know Zeke's ran the ball well. And he's been like one tackle away from going the distance from wherever he's at. The 24-yard run gets caught at, on the clip to the heels. Just yeah. got, you know, he's, he's break. You can see it opening, and it's like, oh, this is going to be big. And yeah. then something happens, yeah. and, and he just gets derailed right at the last minute. They need, one of, he, they need him to bust one of those, and they need to hit one of those deep passes to – at some point, you got to get some easy stuff. You can't just keep grinding and grinding and grinding, you know. And 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 like you know, Jason pointed out those first three drives it was like eighty yards, sixty some yards, yeah, fifty some yards, no points, and no points. But you're grinding and grinding and grinding, and then you get a hold. Yeah. It's like okay, there it goes, and right. now I got to kick a field. Right. Longest pass play in that game was Blake Jarwin, eighteen yards, yeah, and. Amari Cooper's been that guy for them. Yeah. He's been the big Gallo. play guy. Yeah. He had an 11-yard run on the reverse. Amari did. Which was very close to being broken. That I was mean, another, yeah. yeah. To take it. If, yep. if Connor Williams would have just kind of caught his guy a little bit more, that was a big play. But his long reception was 11 yards. What do you think they did against him in that game? We were talking about that last night on the uh, the happy hour. I didn't see anything normally. I mean, they played that single pressure high. Pressure on the quarterback. Pressure on the quarterback was huge, and it didn't give him any opportunity to go to him like he had been. You know, that, that extra second. You know, Amari still 
he, he gets open, mm-hmm. but they, I didn't. It wasn't like okay, there's this massive bracketing going on right now. I mean, they they played their defense. There's Bill Jones just walking by. Yeah, walking by. I don't think he's stopping in. He's no, not he's, stopping. he's not. He's a TV he's cat. He's teasing today. us. Looks like he's running for president right now. He is. Governor well, he he could probably win. The uh, can I say what I think the Cowboys need to do? Definitely. Hey, you know what? You want to hold it? I'll. I'll tease that. Let's tease it. That's right. a great tease, I think. Let's Brian Bross will tell you what he thinks next. Next on Talking Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. You want to know about Get Jack Black? The facial. What? The facial company. Yes. Keep going. You keep stopping. They have all these faves they love, but they put a package of four together for Uh you. And if you use the Cowboys code, then you get free shipping. And you only have to pay $10 for four of their Playmaker faves. And you have to go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys. And the faves are yours. Mm. And they ship them pretty quickly, too. Do they? Yeah. Mine showed up for my gifts. Good stocking stuffers. You doing that for the fam and friends? That's right. That's a Yeah, great idea. And then they get to test the different four, and then they can buy what they want. It's a good promotion. A good marketing action. department there at Jack Black. Absolutely. Thank you, Mickey. Yep. All right, Brian. Yeah. I made you wait. Give me, give me what's got to change this week from the indie game, maybe besides red zone stuff. What do they got to do different to get back on track? How about some offensive rhythm? Okay. You know, Mickey was talking about the big play and stuff like that. I think part of the big plays come when your team's running the ball. That's the one thing I think during this five-game winning streak we've seen from them, the ability to – Run the ball, pass the ball, you know, keep keep it going. Big play. I mean, I, I think when you have rhythm with your offense, you make those big plays. You make the plays down the field to Amari Cooper. You make the plays, you know, on the waggles and you throw it to a, a, a you throw it to one of the tight ends for, you know, 18, 19 yards. You know, you get Zeke going. I, I think they need to I think they need to get some rhythm going that way. I, I when they, they they can move the ball. I mean, there's just no question they can move the ball. We get down in the red zone, and then okay, there's all kinds of issues. But get back. I, I don't think they got in, in in good enough rhythm 
in the Colts game. I mean, I think that was something that kind of affected the way that they play. They didn't make those plays like Mickey was talking about. Those chunk plays are great. I mean, it's just, it, you know, driving the ball, grinding the ball. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, get a little bit of we've seen them. We've seen them have, you know, capabilities. I, I'd say t- 13 plays, 10 plays and all that. But you're right. Just get a little bit more, a little bit more rhythm. Get the quarterback feeling a little better about himself. Protect him a little bit better. You know, I, I, I don't think the issues defensively are anything to be worried about. I, I mean, I, I, well, wanted, I wanted to say, I wanted to just come out here and say, oh, geez, I was worried about the Colts running the ball against him. Is someone else going to try? I think that's just a product of the Colts' offensive line. I think they physically, like we've said a bunch, I think they physically took it to Dallas's front. And I don't think they're going to play many more offensive lines that play with that style, you know. I, I mean, yeah. you know, if, you, if, you rematched, if you rematched the Saints again, you know, maybe so. But I don't, I don't think they're going to play a, a line that, that, that has that kind of capability to take it to them like they did. If I got to pick something on the defensive side, I would say they got to get back to stopping the run. Um, that was the most – that, was, to me, was the difference in the football game. Yeah. What they were able to do and, and just keep Luck comfortable in the pocket, keep him in comfortable down and distance situations. Uh, you look at Tampa Bay's rushing attack, it's, it's not a highly productive one. Right. They like to throw the ball a lot anyway. Peyton Barber's not a bad player for them. He's not, not at all. He's only getting 3.8 yards a carry yeah. this season, though. He'll, he's sneaky in the way that he gets yards. That's what I will say about him. And Jaquez Rogers is kind of their third down guy. And so what will happen is they'll bring him in. Now, where you need to take advantage of Jaquez Rogers, just real quick, Rob, if I could, mm. since you're talking running backs. Sure. Take advantage of him in, in pass situations. If he's in the game, make him have to block you. Because that's a problem for him. And this is maybe where you get your, you get your defense going back with more pressure. Because I, I'm going to make him have to blitz pickup. Because I don't think he can. Not with any consistency. So, to me, go after him. If you can. But they're back. You know, Peyton, like I say, Peyton Barber, kind of a sneaky guy the way he runs the football. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not as worried about the defense. I think the defense just, I think it was a bad day at the office for them. Yeah. Because of the, the 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 Colts, the offense. I just like I said, I need the offense to get some rhythm here. Get some rhythm. Finish some drives. Put up some points. Make the Tampa Bay team quit. You know, don't let them stay in this game and feel like they have a chance. Don't do that. You know, here's an indication of them driving the football. Mm-hmm. They had fifth, seventeen plays either third or fourth down. Yeah. So that means first and second down, you're not getting that many right. uh, That many uh, first downs. Now, they had 19 first downs, so they were moving the ball, but 17 times it was third or fourth down yeah. trying to convert. So that, you know, and a lot of that probably is because of the penalties. Can't yeah. have that many holding penalties. Yeah. Regardless if they're – Good calls or bad calls, and a bunch of them were bad calls, but uh, or I should say at least questionable, questionable calls. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's almost gotten to the point now where they don't want Tyron Smith locking somebody up in space. Well, on the line of scrimmage, that one. Yeah, and it yeah. depends on where your hand placement is with the shoulder pads, and right? then it depends if this happens. Yeah, yeah, that too. Sure. Mickey showing the European flopping soccer man. Ginobili. Yeah. Golly. For those football players ought to be ashamed of doing that. Gets penalties, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. But no, I I I just don't. I'm not. My concerns just not defensively. Yeah, I think they'll be. They'll. I think they'll. I think they'll be on the screws for this one. As much as 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 good as we've kind of talked about, as positive. I know there's some people out there on Twitter that are going nuts right now because we're talking positively about a five and nine team. Well, but and, but uh, they still have the capability of moving the football, and and if and all you need is an indication of what happened last week in NFL with San Francisco and you know beating Seattle and 
You know, that's all you need. Carolina, Carolina hanging on to the last seconds. Yeah. Hey, this five and nine team beat New Orleans in the opener. Now I get it was the opener. And yeah. I get that Jameis. Oh, they beat Philadelphia too, now. and they took Philadelphia. Yeah. And they took Pittsburgh to the wire in Week Three. Yeah. All with Fitz Magic at quarterback. Well, but that I'll, I'll take my chances if they give up forty points to the Cowboys. That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. Cowboys will win. Yeah. But I mean, fans were unsettled by this loss. Not just because of the defense, like you said, it's a bad day at the office. Offensively, we've seen some of these same issues things. Before. Same things. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd like to be at a better rhythm, like you said, better yeah. job finishing drives as you finish out the season. You want to be peaking yeah. as you get there, and they've still got a couple games to get there. Now they've got to they've got to get one. Um, you got possibly you, you to get the division get this, anyway. This is the one you got to take. Yep. you've got to you, you you've got to play this game like it you, like you're not going to have it tomorrow if you lose. And I know that's the wrong way to probably think about things because you do have an opportunity if you lose to beat the Giants. I just don't think this football team wants to go and have to. Mickey said it yesterday. I don't think this team wants to have to go to New York and and listen to us all week talk about. And maybe we won't talk, but maybe like how much pressure. Yeah. You know, to go and win a game at New York and a divisional game and have to deal with conditions that you really don't know and you know there's so many unknowns. The, the, the known fact this week is you're playing a team that's worse than you. You're playing at home. You should try and find a way to finish these guys. Yeah, you couldn't finish off the Colts, but you could finish these guys off. This is a team you need to finish off. And as I said, all they'll hear if they don't win this one is how they lost the last game in yeah. 2011 and uh-huh. 2012 and 2013. It'll come up. I'll guarantee you that. You'll hear the Romo clip. First question, this is the how word. do you prevent that from yeah. happening? Yeah. So I'm getting tea in the break room right before the show. Brian walks in behind me. Mm-hmm. and Today? Yeah, yeah, on TV this morning, first takes graphic says, do the Cowboys lack mental toughness? Now I'm shocked that a Stephen A. Smith show would have that because yes. he's so objective when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but that's, you know, maybe that this is good for them. Be doubted a little bit, you mm-hmm. know? And I don't buy that, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're – I don't think – I don't think you lack mental toughness if you go and win five straight games when That's your where season's going. on the brink. That's where I'm going. You're um, three and five, and if you didn't have mental toughness to bring this thing back. Yeah, you were mailing it in. That's right? the one yeah. thing I give Jason Garrett credit for is that he will he he preaches the right things. You know, I mean, they, they were three and five and dead in the water. Yeah. They were dead. And, and to come back and win five straight games, to have a chance to win the division, yeah, yeah that's mental toughness. So that's that's just radio talk. I mean, we know Stephen A. His thing with the Cowboys, it's a bit sure it's funny. It's fine, sure, but shouldn't even use his name. Well, I, maybe you know, putting that chip back on your shoulder a little bit this week, maybe that'll be good for him. Maybe maybe that's you know a little extra motivation. That's all you need. I don't think you need any more motivation than being shut out, though. I think I think guys were pissed off. Oh yeah, Zeke said it was embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, it's a prideful group. It's a young group that's learning how to be maybe learning how to be consistent. But they play hard, and I, I just don't expect that to happen again. I really don't. Um, we'll see what happens, though. You still got to execute on both sides of the ball to be able to win. Let's grab another phone call before we get out of here. Steve in Mississippi, you're up next on Talking Cowboys. What's up, Steve? Hey, what's up, guys? How are y'all? Excellent. Good. Thank you. Hey, uh, just got a couple of questions uh, really around the offense. Both Before I got to that, I, I just I want to thank all of you all your, your uh, job you guys do, man. Appreciate I can, that. I can appreciate it more as a, as a Cowboys you. fan. Uh uh, the, the content on the web is just amazing, and uh, Brian, your analysis is spot on. Thank man. you, so, appreciate uh, that. Good work. Um, question I had around is um, um, uh, Tavon Austin. If, uh, if if we have him healthy back this week, yeah. uh, do you guys see him uh, being a little more part of this offense in terms of you know keeping the ball moving, uh, changing some things up? And, and Brian, I agree with you on the waggles. Uh, to me, I think that's where Dak is at his best, getting him rolling out in the pocket. Sure, um, you know, just giving him. I think time to sit in the pocket has been an issue for us, and 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 him that mental clock. I guess that was my next question. Around is that is that a coachable thing where you know I'd like to see him just tuck the ball and run uh, when that pocket starts to collapse. You know, you just you just you like to see him take off. I know there's some holes uh, out there and some big big lanes to run in. Um, just like to get your comments on that, and guys, I appreciate your show. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. What do you see big lanes, Mickey? Yeah, I don't. I think that's been the problem. I mean, yeah, I think Dak wants to run if he can. And some of the problems they've had in the pocket is him with the middle of the pocket when things start to collapse. 
if things were always coming from the edge and he had an opportunity to step up and go to his left or go to his right, I would agree with my friend from Mississippi, the honorable gentleman there. But I, I don't. I don't see a lot of, a lot of opportunity. Now, I, I will say this on third and one the other day. He took a shot down the field, overthrew Amari Cooper, who was wide open, going to his left. And usually Dak throwing to his left doesn't miss that mm-hmm. much. He could have run the football there and got the first down and fought for another day. You know, got a fresh set of downs, and here we go. So I, I don't think there's a lot of opportunity to run because I think the middle of the pocket is where he could run through. We saw him at the Saints. So I'm in that game, run through the middle of the pocket, had some opportunities, but uh, boy, a lot of their sacks have happened in the middle of the pocket. And that's that's been a big, big problem. And the Colts had some pretty well timed blitzes. Oh, they did a great job. And yeah. it's really hard when that guy's coming off the edge. Yeah, you're going to pull the thing down and run. Well, you, you you only got the middle. Yeah, and so it's not as easy as everybody thinks. Oh, just run. Yeah, yeah. Well, early in the game, he was able to dump it off to Zeke, Dalton Schultz. And those guys. Well, and you know what? Somebody somebody asked what what, what happened with Cooper, right? Why didn't right. get the ball to him? Right. There was a lot of dump offs to Zeke in that game. Yeah, sure. Early too. Sure to me, were. that yeah. tells me the linebackers were dropping. Dropping quick. And they were saying, Okay, we'll give you the underneath stuff, but you're not gonna get us for sixty yards on one play. If you're gonna throw it over the linebacker's head, then my safety and they started off the game. They may have changed, and I saw them go single safety high. But yeah. early, it was two safeties, two safeties. deep. They yep. were playing double safeties deep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you were going to have a hard time getting the ball down the field. They were going to make you drive the football and count on that if you were going to drive the ball for 12 plays for 80 yards, on the 11th play, you were going to screw up. Yeah. It's almost like their defensive coordinator used to coach here. Yeah, Seems they, very similar. Way. Well, he challenged. Mickey's right. He challenged them to drive the football, and they couldn't without making a mistake. Yeah, a holding or something. like And you know who knows? Tampa Bay may say, "No, that's not the way we play. This yeah. is the way we do." Well, if they play zone coverage, they'll get killed in this game because that's the one thing when you watch them play zone in their secondary. That's where they give up plays, mm-hmm. big plays. They lose coverage a lot. You know, they get confused on who's going where. Teams have been able to complete passes on them down the field that mm. way. Back to practice today. What do you expect the injury report to look like, Mick, before we get out of here? A lot of questionables. <laughs> <laughs> I think, think Zach could go this week? Or you think he may try to play without practicing? You I think, think the knee's any I better? I think play without practice might be the best thing if he's ready to go. I mean – He's got a sprained MCL. Now, I don't know what degree it is, mm. but it was to the degree that he, he had play. to wear a brace yeah. and he couldn't play. Yeah. And normally it's two to four weeks yeah. of rest. Yeah. It's not two to four weeks playing with a brace on your knee because that ain't getting it any healthier. Mm-hmm. And the only way the MCL gets better is rest. Made the Pro Bowl every year, and this is the most hard-earned Pro Bowl he's had. Yes, and and, you know, it's rest. The the, the 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 medial collateral ligament kind of regenerates itself. You can use all the therapy, you know, rehab you want, but Mother Nature has to run its course. So, yeah, I don't I don't know that he's. I I'm saying he doesn't practice. I'm saying Tavon's going to be limited. Sean Lee will be limited. Uh, Suafilo will be limited. Um, who else is hurt? Is that it? David Irving. David Irving. We just like to see him more so than out there with with one of the strength and conditioning coaches yeah. jogging. Yeah. I'm just like I said. I, I, I Mickey's right about Zach Martin, but I think Zach Martin also understands that he was on that sideline the other day, and he realizes what's you know we talk about players don't uh, don't th- realize what's going on. No, they realize what's going on. They they do not want to go to New York and have to play a game to to get in the playoffs. They they know they have to do whatever they have to do to get in right now. I don't say sacrifice Zach Martin, but I think Zach Martin, if he can if he could buckle it up and go, you know, now it might be against the trainer's best wishes, but they're not going to put hurt players out there. Right. Trust me, they're not going to do that. But, you know, he's probably going to look at them and say, nah, nah I, I got to play this one today, guys. You know? Yeah. And, and that's I think that's where we're at. I think that's right. I think there's a lot of guys out there that are having to say – I think with Tavon Austin, the caller's uh, question uh, about him as well, I, I think you need to get him involved here soon if you can with returning punts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Get him incorporated back in the offense. Maybe that's Mickey's way of getting some more of those big plays down the field. 
you got Cooper, you got him, jet sweeps, screens, whatever you have to do to let for punt returns. Got to flip the field a little bit here. Just not getting anything out of that punt return. All right, fellas, everybody, thanks for joining us. Thanks to Kim for producing. Stay tuned to Jason Garrett at 1035. The break later, hanging with the boys. All our content on Dallas Cowboys Mobile, and we'll talk to you guys on Thursday. See you. Well, this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!